Alright, so I'll be talking to you on and then later I'll bring you some of this. Saving your, whole, your house by your faith. And I want to read three pieces of text from the Bible. One is Hebrews chapter 11, the verse 7, which has been the main place we have been concentrating on this fasting. Uh, uh, survival by faith. Survival by faith. That's what we've been looking at. And so we want to look at it. Hebrews chapter 11, the verse 7 says, Shall we stand for the reading of the scriptures? As our custom in this house is. I'll be reading Hebrews chapter 11, 7. Then 1 Peter chapter 3, the verse 18 to 20. And 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. So we take the first one. By faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Then we go to 1 Peter chapter 3, the verse 18 to 20. For Christ also has once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, by which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometime were disobedient, when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a prepare, a preparing, wherein few, that is eight souls, were saved by water. Second Peter 2, 4 to 5. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down in hell, to hell, and deliver them into the chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment and spared not the old world but saved Noah the eighth person a preacher of righteousness bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly can I hear somebody shout a big amen shall we be seated so we are talking about saving your house by your faith Every one of us who is saved, who is a believer, who is a Christian, one of the things you must be targeting is to save your house by your faith. The Bible talks about it. In, in, in Acts chapter 16, the verse 31, it talks about, and they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house. So God gives provision. When I got born again, I started praying that many of my pe my, the people in my family will be saved. And, and I started seeing the results. So, it is your responsibility to en 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 ensure that the family or your household is saved. And so, it is ours. To save means to rescue or to deliver. It implies a comprehensive salvation, not just only in the area of of, 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 of spiritual salvation but many aspects of our lives healing 
blessings and all that it must, it must be so we must be noah saved his house he saved them from all the distractions and from all the troubles of the world the people that were in noah's ark were all saved amen and so we'll be looking at something but to talk about the house mind you i'm not just limiting it to family even though your house must eventually become your family and we'll be talking about a little bit of thing if you don't know how to who, who if you don't know your house when they are talking about house you don't know your house you can not save them but you must look at what is my house who are the people of my house now the scriptures does not limit house or household to just family that means me my wife and my children scriptures does not limit household to that scriptures does not limit house to me my wife and my my children it doesn't do that it is beyond that and we will look at that so for us to be able to get that thing done we must start to identify what our family is before we can talk about it in genesis chapter 6 in genesis chapter 6 the verse 18 to 19 the bible says but with thee that was when god was talking to noah but with thee will i establish a, my covenant and thou shalt come into the ark thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy sons wives with thee and with and and of every living thing of all the flesh of all flesh two of every sort shall thou bring into the ark to keep them alive with thee they shall be male and female so when you look at noah when god wanted to save noah even though the bible says he saved eight people you and me know that noah saved many things he saved many animals as well so in that ark that brought salvation other animals were also saved now in our part of the world people don't treat their animals well they don't treat their dogs well they don't treat their cats well when they eat and whatever is left they drop it on the floor pam for the cat and the dog to eat but when you go to other parts of the world the western world a dog is part of your family a cat is part of your family now the bible says that a righteous man pitieth his animal so if you have a dog you have a cat and you can treat it anyhow it means if you are not careful you can treat another human being who is not part of your family anyhow so you have to understand so when god said save your fa family he instructed him also to save the animals that were in the world so that they will be together with him now it doesn't become is that means we have to begin to look at what is in your house so i believe that any time god went into the ark or any time god's presence went into the ark to keep them god's presence kept the animals as well it is a miracle that he was able to live there god kept him and god kept the animals too that is why they didn't chew each other they didn't eat up each other and they were there god supernaturally kept all the animals so you can see if god is keeping you he must keep your animal i didn't hear hmm? when i come to your house and i see that you and your children are fat and your dog is lean i'll ask you why 
and the dog's bones are all up here. I'll say, why? Why are you and your children fat and your dog is lean? If you don't give me a good reason, as an animal scientist, if you don't give me a good reason, that is, oh, the dog is sick. If you tell me he's sick, I will show you what to do. But if you tell me the dog, nah, I will know that you are not feeding the dog well. Who did it mean? And your dog, <laughs> am I talking to somebody? And the righteous man will pity the, the life of his animal. So God instructed. And so in that act, if you take it as a house, here was Noah with animals. So for that particular purpose, for that particular time, Noah's household in that act included the animals. Now that means that when we are looking at our house, we may have to stretch ourselves a little bit. Now I like some of the definitions Pastor would gave about household. He said when we talk about house, your house by faith, it must stretch. Now scriptures tells us in Galatians chapter 6, the verse 9 to 10. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And then look at 10. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Now, what is the household of faith? The household of faith is those of us who are sitting here. So we are also regarded as a house. So my interest should be in your salvation, in your blessing, in your deliverance, just as every one of you, your interest should be in the salvation and the blessing of everybody who is in this house. Can I hear somebody say amen to that? You must pray that people's lives will be blessed. You must pray that people's lives will be delivered. You must pray for families in this church because they are the household of faith. And if I am saved into something, all the people here must also be saved into that. And if that is our desire, we will pray for each other. We will pray for one another. We will pray anything you are broken through into, which God has blessed you with. That's why we are talking about comprehensive salvation. I know he has got Christ, but he has not yet broken into the other things which you have been broken into. Are you praying that the people in the church will also get to where you are, will know what you know, will have what you have, will be where you are, so that together, as a household of faith, we'll be comprehensively saved. That is your responsibility. So you see a stretch of the family, of the household. Now, and a household eventually becomes part of your family. And that's one we have to get the understanding. For example, if you have a maid, servant, living with you, you picked her or him as a maid, servant, or a, a, a man's, man's servant, and they are living with you, eventually, they should become part of your family. Listen to me. If I come to your house and I see you watching TV with your children and your maid is in a corner, if not for any reason, but he is cut off in the corner, I don't think you are becoming a good Christian. God could never have given you instruction to save the world. If God told him to save animals, and a human being is with you in the house, and I keep saying every day, that listen to me, if your children can wear things nicer than your maid servant or the man servant, it means you are not being demonstrating Christ enough. There should be no difference. Eventually, the person should become part of your family. And we saw it in this house. 
I won't talk about myself. I don't like talking about myself, but I like talking about people's examples. When vice chairman and his wife were marrying a, out a lady that had lived with them for long, even though even the, at the point of the marriage of the girl, there are people created a lot of confusion to tell them that they are not, the girl is not part of their family, but they have lived with her for long. They bought a car and brought a car here and decorated the car just as they would do for every one of their children. And we gave it to the girl. The girl was shocked that they went to present that thing because she never taught. And the parents who, were, who misbehaved were all standing there, calling, coming on me as you go and thank them. You should have been gone, able to go and thank them. But listen to me. That is how a Christian demonstrates who are your household. I know some of you won't clap because you are suspects. If I will teach on only this and leave, so that next time I will talk about it, I will like it. But people, we need to change the world. We need to save the world by our faith. How can, now, the one that is most serious is when you are saved, you are in the house, and there's a maid with you, and the maid doesn't go to church. Then you dress and sit in the car with your children to church. She should go to hell. Am I talking to somebody at all? A believer, there should be no difference. I know sometimes some of the children we are talking about are stubborn. And they are very difficult to handle. But I ask you a question. That is not enough for you to do that. Because if it was your child who was that stubborn, you would still not abandon her. Oh, who am I talking to at all? So, Pastor Eastwood identified three areas of the house of the family the first one he called is biological relationship where you have biological relationship myself and my wife and our children biological and my siblings my big sister is sitting here margaret Anchaba. we are from the same father so we are connected by blood it is very easy to handle that one and many times that is the one we concentrate on but sometimes do you know that even those your biological siblings and relations are not interested in your faith. They are not interested. So it means that if you spend all your time only on your biological children, you may not be able to save anybody. So the maid servant with you can be saved. Why did he carry animals there and his own cousins? You think Noah didn't have cousins? He had. You think he didn't have siblings? He had. But we are not told any of them. In fact, the Bible is so specific in, 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 the, in Peter. Peter, I don't know why Peter was so specific. He kept mentioning eight, eight, eight. So that you see that for 120 years, the man has been preaching. Only eight people got saved. I don't believe that if any of his cousins wanted to be saved, he would have said no. I don't believe so. Because the, the son's wives, they believed. Am I talking to somebody? Your interest must go beyond just that when it comes to salvation. That is why when we read Galatians, it says, especially to the household of faith. That means, you know something? Some people here should become so close to you that they are part of your family. Amen. I 
won't mention examples so that some of you will say, Pastor Yim. But there are people who are closer to me in this church. That when I lie down, I know they are part of my family. And they are mostly like biological family. Apart from the household of it, they have come so close that they are like my biological family. It can happen and it should be able to happen in your life. Am I talking to somebody at all? I said, am I talking to somebody at all? And so we need to understand this as Christians. So the biological relation is just one side. You, your wife, your sons and your children, sometimes your siblings, your aunties, they are connected to you. Sometimes I'll be there, I'll, I'll get a call. I, 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 I pick the call and somebody's calling from Upper West. Oh, I don't know him. But my mother's grandmother's town he has heard of me and he has been trying to talk to me. So he went to our village and my brother this gave us. Then I know that we are related. But here is a man I don't know. And they are roaming there. So they are connecting by blood. So the blood relationship is the first God gives you. And it's very important. L let me let you know that. It's important for you to take care of your blood relations. We are not saying ignore them. No. It's important. It's your responsibility to do that. To take care of them. What I keep saying every time is that when God blesses you, he blesses you for, 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 for you and your family, and that family includes them, and then also for others, which is the other relationship we'll talk about, and for his work, or for humanity, not necessarily this, for humanity. You should be able to bless people. Amen. The second relationship is the covenant relationship, which is part of the household or family. By covenant, we are connected. In this church, by covenant, we are connected. By covenant, you and somebody are connected. Covenant. God gave a covenant to, 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 to Noah. So that Noah will replenish the world and condemn the world. By covenant, those who joined him were also in relationship. Because of the covenant that God has given so by covenant, we have come together. The covenant of Christ has saved all of us. That's why we are, we are, there can be a friend that sticks closer than a brother. By covenant relationship, there can be a friend that sticks closer than a brother. You know, there are some of you here, I think about you more than I think about some of my siblings. That is the truth. When there is something about you, it becomes my concern more than I give to my, some of my siblings. And that is because it is a covenant relationship we have. It's a covenant. I demonstrate it. I try to do my best. You know why? It is a covenant relationship. Look at somebody around you and say, we are bonded. Ha, 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 ha. It's a very powerful thing. One night and night. When you are not well, we are not well. When you don't have, we, don't ha we, are, not, we are not happy. The little we have want to share with you, you know what? covenant relationship especially to the household of faith god calls us to be bonded and to be united and to be one and to be related together more than ever before am i talking to somebody at all so we thank god for you that we are related and covenant. you are part of this household you are part of this family wherever you are you are part of this family and we thank god for your life can you appreciate god for that Look at such a broad family you have, we have come into. Look at such a broad family we have come into. Look at such a wonderful family we have come into. Amen.
Now, we can sometimes extend this one even to the, uh, what do I call it? The body of Christ. You can extend it to the body of Christ. A Christian in another church who is a born again is part of this covenant family. The covenant of Christ has saved all of us and we are all part. So you can have it. You can know it. Am I talking to somebody? It's possible. Then we have the third one which is vision relationship. Noah and his house had the vision to replenish the earth after the flood. So vision relationship, for example, if you, are, uh, you have a company and you have established a company and you have started and you are working with some people, eventually, there are certain people in the company, by virtue of the vision, they become so bonded to you in relationship. Now, I'm coming to talk about some things here. If I will talk about only that one and leave, I will leave it. And the next time we'll come and talk about the rest. Vision relationship is very, very good. With a vision relationship, you cannot go far in life. Amen. Amen. Whenever I go to G7, and that is the company of uh, Pastor McRuby, and I see Kofi, I just know that these ones, these guys are together. Or I see, I see Iron Man. When I'm looking for any of them and I don't get a call, Iron Man, I know I am calling somebody who is bonded in that company. And they are like brothers and they are moving together and they are working together. You must get to that place with somebody in your company, with somebody in your vision, so that the vision can be fulfilled. You know this kind of thing where you have everybody you don't trust. If you don't trust them, why are they there? If you don't trust them, change them. Bring the one you can trust. But at least you cannot be sitting up there and you are not related to anybody. You are not bonded to anybody. They will also look at you like that and look at the company and let it sink. Vision. Why they become part of your family? I was talking to one of my cousins. I won't mention his name. A very big man. Recently, one of his one of his workers did something to him. And he sacked him. When he was sacking the man, he was sacking the man in tears. He told me, he said, he said, Pastor, and he was talking in a dialect. He said, You won't believe it. This is a guy. I call him into my bedroom whilst I'm dressing. Whilst I'm dressing. So I cannot believe that he went and did that thing. He said, My wife knows. I can call him, he can wash, I'm wearing my trousers. And we are talking about the business. Sometimes you can get such unfaithful people. But people, it's not everybody who is like that. Trust people. And those of you sitting here, listen to me. That is why we keep talking to some of you young people. And we keep talking and talking and talking and talking. And you are not listening. We have people in this house who have businesses. And sometimes it is difficult for them to employ you in this church. Because when you go there, you use the covenant relationship to override the vision relationship. <laughs> I know you will clap. You forget that there is a vision we are running. And you shouldn't bring church matter here. Listen. I personally
personally have supervised the sacking of some people. Some of you. I supervise your sacking from companies that belong to this church. Because me, any company that belongs to this church, I'm so interested in it. That even though I'm not working there, I have joined myself to the vision. And those of you who have company, you know it. Because I talk to you every day. I ask you questions. And I'm interested. And I pray. I have committed myself to it. Because he's one of us and I want him to go up. When he goes up, people will go up. But some of you, when we send you there, you go and become pull me down. Pull me down. So it's becoming difficult. So I remember some years ago, I decided that those of you who were apprentices and wanted to do work, let me put you together. And I handed you over to uh, Pastor Zenabu just to train you and put some kind of training in you so that we can allow some of our people to employ you. Vision relationship. If he takes you because he's a church member, he took you because of the vision. Covenant relation, that's all right. Don't carry your covenant relationship and go and be sitting there. And you want to, when people are calling him boss, you decide to call him uh, uncle. That's, that is not the place for uncle. This place is what? This place is what? Boss. He's your boss. Me, I won't call him boss. Either. He's my uncle. He's my brother. In the church, he's my brother. I will suck you. I will come and supervise. They will suck you. And give you a letter to go. No, no, no. Some of you must say, I have supervised that thing in this church. No, I won't send you to anywhere. Or you, because you are a church member, you go and you are working well on the church members. And you decide to use your, your covenant relationship. And you want to break down his rules. Because you see, when you start putting down the... Or disregarding the order. You are encouraging others to do the same. I will say, sack him. Sack him. There was one of them, I said sack. He was not sacking. I called the wife. I said, me and you, we are going to sack them. We are going to sack. He said, we won't sack. I said, the wife said, he's not trying to sack you. Your son doesn't want to sack. I said, I'm coming. We are writing the letter. The person is fired. And I wrote the letter. Supervised. The person was fired. Of course, that person didn't belong to this church. He was somewhere. And he, 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 the one I, I, I wrote the letter and sent it to the man. I said, type it. Sign it. If you don't sign, I'm coming to your bedroom. You will sign it. We are sacking. Won't let anybody come and kill you before you. Your time. Now, I am giving you these examples, church, to let you know that there are brothers and uncles and sisters in this house who want to take you. Recently, I was talking to Apietu. I said, Apietu, these are your tricycles you are buying for people to sell water. Can't I get some of these young people who don't have this thing to do? But I know some of you, when I give you tricycle, do you know that somebody, one person used a tricycle, he gave him one tricycle. The guy worked and bought three and gave it to other people. He's still driving the one they gave him, but he has bought three himself. Now, no wonder, he said, the government boy, he has bought three and given it to his own friends whom he knows also work and they are working. Now, he's also a boss. If you were the one they gave you the tricycle. Hmm. This man, we are all in the same church. But look at what he has given me. Tricycle. Hmm. Kekenapep. What do they call it here? What do they call it here? Can you imagine? He is sitting in a car and I sit in this sun doing my thing. <laughs> I 
Am I talking? The young people are sitting here and here, so I'll be looking there. Am I talking to you? You must begin somewhere. The relationship is there. Vision. The person is related to you because of a vision. And the vision must go on. The vision must increase. The vision must grow. The vision must become big. And when you are doing it, you are related together. You want the vision to prosper. What I keep telling people is that if you are working with somebody, even if the person is not in this church, and you are working with somebody and the person knows your heart is in it, if he is somebody who is not a total unbeliever, but a Christian, in fact, there are some of the unbelievers who even know, because they know about business. Once you are committed to them in business, they are committed to you for life. You are committed. But if you go in there and you think you are wise, he's cheating me. Now, one of the things I don't understand is that you have come, somebody has employed you, and you believe he's cheating you. When he was starting, where were you? Where were you? Anybody that has that mentality, watch yourself. You will never go anywhere. This kind of Ghanaian spirit. You know there's some spirit in Ghana, which is not in Nigeria. That's one of the things I like about the Nigerians. When he sees your good car, say, oh God, your car nice. And they pray, next time I go buy one. When the Ghanaian sees you sitting in a good car, some Ghanaians, not all. Let me qualify it. But I think majority of the people who are down there are like that. They look at them. Look at them. Why no one wants you to go When you see somebody's good thing, and Ghanaians will try to fish out. We see is your money lost? What, what, what is your problem? And they are even, you know, yesterday, yesterday I talked about something when we're coming from, we're coming from Techimai. When we're coming, you see, my driver has become part of my family. So I was teaching him how to take care of himself in the COVID. He said, oh, he doesn't do it. I said, ah, so you prepare for me and you don't do. From today you are fired. <laughs> Immediately before I realized, he has called, he has talked to, you know, they speak guy in the car here and uh, Mike. He spoke guy to Mike and Mike called the wife. And Mike was talking to the wife. Then I got to know that he's now amending, changing things. So I took the phone and I said, you and your husband, you have to do this. Keep yourselves. But we were coming yesterday and I was tired and I was sleeping. And he was very, when I drive with him, he doesn't eat. He says when he eats, he will sleep. Even when we were fasting, he was not fasting. He said, when if daddy he would drive me to everywhere. Now, a man like that, in terms of vision, is part of me interested in his life. Are you understanding me? And he goes on and on and on and on. You see, he's not a member of this church, but he's a Christian in his church. He's, he's in Assemblies of God. The family, I ensure. Anytime he's even driving me here because of one or reason, I tell him, let your wife and your children go to church. Have you told your pastor? 
Then he said, Pastor, I'm in Akasa. Because I said, we pastors, when we don't see our members, we get worried. Though. One of the things I've noticed is that people you work with for long, and they see your commitment, their heart comes to you. They must see the commitment first. They must see the commitment first. Uh, I watch a certain... In fact, I don't, I don't, I'm not able to watch movies for long. If you want me to sleep, you just tell me this movie is nice. I was, <laughs> I'm not a good person. I remember the first time my children watched some Nigerian movie. They said, Daddy, this one there is nice. Phoebe went and let this back. They said, This one is nice. They brought the such watch. I was watching, watching, watching before they realized I doze off. <laughs> I'm not a good person when it comes to movies. Sports will keep me alive, but no not uh, movies. But yes, two days ago, I was sitting there and there was this movie thing that was passing. And Oh, it was yesterday, pressure when I came and we were just sitting down talking. And, and then, a girl went to his boss' house to go and take a key of a car to move. And then the wife came and they said the man, the, the, the lady had come to take, the business belongs to the wife and the man. The lady had come, he has taken a key to take one of the cars to go out. Then the woman followed and said, ah, what, are you, what do you think we are doing? He said, before my official car comes. <laughs> before my official car comes, I have to buy something. So I thought I should take it and go and buy. Of course, what he was going to buy was for that. He said, before, before my, the, the woman said, who told you you have an official car? Some of you, before you join the company, you have made up your mind. I must have an official car, have a house. Oh, this is my brother. Me call here three weeks. Me didi. Yanyane sa. Me see yanyane diye. Me see yanyane diye. Prove your commitment. Prove your faithfulness. Prove your the fact that you are part of it and you want to see it grow. Vision. Very, very important. Very, very important. The vision relationship is very important. I think that for us in church, we have a lot of uh, young people and there's no job in town. So I want to appeal to those of you who are working in places. When you hear of some of the job positions, we have a lot of people. What I would like the, the jobless here to do and uh, I want, want, we have to find a way of setting it in place. Pastor Cornelius, think about it. You and Ankratu should pick this one and see. Anybody who is jobless, we must find a way of knowing what profession, where they are, where they have reached. And we must tabulate this in, and keep it. So that those of you who are in offices, in certain places, those of you who have companies, or you even know people who have companies, you can find out from us. This vacancy is here. Do we have anybody who has qualified for it? Because we have a lot of people now who have been laid off from job. And we want to use our covenant relationship to see whether we can put people into some vision relationship. And as we are teaching them, I believe they will do well in those places and they, they will earn something. So please, uh, Pastor Connie and Ankla, to, I put this in your hands. Whether it is a, 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 a sheet of paper you are coming to put down next week, for people to write, anybody, whatever, if you finish school, 
and you are looking for a job, you are there. We will classify all of you. I think uh, 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 Pastor Tony joined that group because you are also aware of the civil service and all those things they are groupings so that we know what to do. We need to help ourselves. Listen, the Bible says we should do good even to those who are of the household of faith. We need to help our people to get places. When we know whatever is happening. Those of who are working in the security forces, when you notice that they are taking people, we are people here. We, we must push them to go and do soldier, do police, do that. We must, we, must, we must find a way of sending our people out and, and because they are part of them. And it will, it will interest you, some of the young people I talk about, they don't know anybody. They struggled on their own to get to where they are. And I think if they are in this house, let us take responsibility over them as members of this family. Just as you and me will do for our families. Amen. It's very interesting that some of the people, they expect us to really do some things for them. They expect it. I remember there was a young man here who finished school and I was trying my best to get him a place. He did some several interviews, including, uh, 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 and he failed. And I knew why he failed. He had a certain attitude. We will talk to him and uh, he won't change. The attitude exhibited itself anywhere. So anytime he went there, he will go for the place then he will fail. Then just along the line, um, Phoebe didn't even get a job. Phoebe, Phoebe was taken by one of the brothers to come and help in the company. He went out and told people that he finished before my daughter. And I've got my daughter work. <laughs> and he is still here. Now, it is, it is right for him to expect. And I don't begrudge him at all for expecting me to do something. And that's what I'm throwing to us. There are a lot of these people, they are expecting us. We, those who are in places. Let's put something down. So that as we are training them to learn how to, to, to submit to the vision relationship and all that. We can also help them to fit themselves in places. And, and they can work. Now. Having said this, let me throw this caution. It depends on what you went and did. Sometimes, some of you young people must accept to begin to be trained again. I remember very well that when this building was going on, there were certain things that ought to be done. There were certain people, including my own nephew, who said he was a Mason, but he was not getting job. He will get this one job, they will throw him here. He will get this one job, they will throw him here. I said, come. I will give you over to the architect. Now, the architect wants to try you first. To know the quality of work you have. Before he can say, okay, you are amazing, join this basis. He refused to come. Because for, for him, he's building houses. He cannot come and be under another mason. Sometimes you must humble yourself. Because what you know is not enough yet. Let them test you and see. And sometimes you yourself must admit that these people, the way they are doing their things straight. So humble yourself and learn. Most of you are in your mind thinking that you have passed job. When you thought you knew it, you left. So when you go, People will have to put you, because it's a vision, they will have to put you inside, submit you to you, let you start doing some things. Humble yourself. Listen to me. There is no hurry in life. Build the capacity and you will be up there later on.
I'll give you a story and close with that. I remember when I went to tech, KNUSC, I was an ojacious person already. I mean, I was born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. We were doing crusades everywhere in Obwasi, and I was preaching in some pulpits in Kwadasu area and everything. Scripture, you know, I was preaching. I went to KNUSC. The Interhall Christian Fellowship, Gaffes. When you come, they take you through, uh, what do they call it? Those this. It's like OCM, membership class. They will start from salvation. Salvation, they will start. Some people came, they told them the first class is salvation. They said, oh, salvation, I'm born again. One of my friends came to me and said, ah, but where did I tell We should just go to class two. I said, no, the system is start from class one. He said, ah, how? What are you going to learn there? I told him, I said, you know what? There is nothing wrong with knowing something and going to sit there and knowing it. There's nothing wrong with that. You won't clap, young people, you won't clap. Because you don't understand what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong. I said, go there. When we went there, they were asking questions. And then we were answering. Then the teacher would say, oh, you know this in power. By the time we finished, they recommended some of us to become teachers. Because we started contributing from there. Okay. I remember one of the questions they asked. They were talking about baptism. And baptism. Now, water baptism. Those days, water baptism was a major teaching. Water baptism. They said, did you go for sprinkling or you went for immersion? They would tell you completely, look, sprinkling is not working. It's not baptism. Immersion. So we're talking, talking, and some argument came. And I had to explain that baptism does not save. But it fulfills all the righteousness. Because I had read about it and I knew about it. Now you cannot be in assemblies of God church those days and these things. You will know them. So when I explained, I explained it so well that everybody was happy. From that time, when we go for the next class from to class two, any hard question, they'll say, come brother Clement, explain this into us. And sometimes the teachers who are teaching you themselves, they themselves, they don't have it so well. You know, what I mean is, there is nothing wrong with you knowing something and somebody put you in somewhere and say, learn from here. It proves your faithfulness and it makes you work. It reveals who you are so that they will know that, oh, this person can do this, can do that. So people, vision relationship is very important. And like I've said, we want to see how together we can come together to help our people. Can I hear a big amen? How many of you are blessed by what we have talked about? So you must, you must not only relate to your biological relationship, covenant relation is also important and the vision relationship. Shall we stand on our feet for prayer? Next week I will, talk, I will continue and finish up with that.